Azure SignalR service brings real-time messaging to your serverless apps. With bindings for Azure Functions and just a few lines of code, you can instantly broadcast messages to thousands of connected clients all over the world. Anthony Chu is here to show us how, today on Azure Friday. Hey everyone, Donovan Brown here with another episode of Azure Friday. I'm here with Anthony and he's going to show me how to use Azure SignalR service with Azure Functions. So, why SignalR? Um, so, Azure SignalR service is actually a managed service that um, allows you to connect to many clients around the world using WebSockets. Okay. Um, and then you can send messages to it. And it works really well with Azure Functions using Azure Functions bindings infrastructure. Um, you can pull in bindings and then you can just output messages and you can broadcast them to everyone who's connected or subsets of those clients that are connected. Right, but connecting devices isn't what really makes SignalR cool. What's really cool is that you now are getting like real-time yeah. updates on, on everybody, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it. you can send real-time instant messages to yeah, pretty much any, anyone. Yeah, because I think we use SignalR on the Azure DevOps team where when I drag a Kanban board tile, everyone else on my team, no matter where they are, looking at that board actually sees that tile move at the same time. That's yeah. using SignalR too, right? Yeah, that's a great example of it. All right, perfect, cool. So, obviously browsers, where else can I use this stuff? Yeah, so um, it works on desktops, mobile apps, as well as games as well. So, um, all those things to connect to Azure SignalR service over WebSockets. Okay. Um, it also falls back to different transports as well if WebSockets isn't available. But okay, WebSockets so WebSockets is. isn't the only way to get this information across. And you're yeah. not crippled if you don't have WebSockets. You can use these other mechanisms to get the information across. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And as a programmer, you don't even care how great. it works. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah. So um, with Azure Functions um, and, the, uh, and, the, and the bindings for Azure Signal Service, you can send messages really easily with a couple lines of code. Okay. Um, and then that means you, um, if you have an HTTP request that you want to trigger a message to be sent to all your clients. You can do that. You can do it on a, on a timer, um, as well as connect SignalR service to a bunch of different um, Azure services as well. So if you want to send messages based on events from event hubs, event grid, um, something happening in the change feed um, of Cosmos DB, mm -hmm. anything like that, um, we make that really easy to do. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, and then if that's still not enough, we can also use Azure Logic Apps to, um, to trigger from many, many more data sources um, from both inside Azure and outside. Okay. And then um, we'll, we can take a look at the different languages that we support. So Azure Functions supports um, C Sharp, JavaScript, TypeScript, Java, and Python, and soon PowerShell. And, um, and as far as clients that can connect to uh, Azure SignalR service to receive these messages, um, we support client SDKs in JavaScript, TypeScript, um, .NET Standard, which means it covers Xamarin as well, okay. as well as Java. Got it. Cool. And now you're going to show us how this works? Yeah. Cool. So, um, so let's talk about how we can create an instance of Azure SignalR service first. So here I am in the portal. I will just search for SignalR. And then there it is right there. I'm going to choose Create. And then I have to fill in the name and then choose a pricing tier. We actually provide a free tier. Hmm. So you don't have to pay any money if you want to just try it out. And then we want to choose the serverless mode um, because we can also use um, Azure SignalR service to scale out our ASP.NET and ASP.NET Core SignalR uh, applications as well. Okay. So we're going we're to choose serverless. And then if we click Create, um, we'll get an instance in a couple minutes. Okay. And then once that's ready, we can build an app like this. So, um, so this is, this is kind of like a shared whiteboard kind of application that okay. I've built. Using it using HTML5 canvas, and you can see that as I draw, um, the uh, the lines I'm drawing are being sent to other browsers. 
I can also change colors if I wanted to. I can draw. I can also draw over here. It's all I working, see. and it's pretty much working in real time. Gotcha. So let's take a look at the code. Yep. So this is the HTML. There's not much going on here. This is one canvas element. And then I have some JavaScript here. And every quarter of a second, 250 milliseconds, I am sending the lines that I've drawn to an Azure function. Okay. And then that function is relaying those lines to the other clients that are connected. Okay. All right. So, um, so let's take a look at the functions that um, that the application uses. So we created the we created the signal R resource in Azure, and at some point I'm assuming I get what a URL or something that I put in my code. Like yeah. Where is it, that? It's a, it's a connection string. Okay. So um, so I have set it here in my uh, settings file. Okay. So you can see I have a connection string there. Got it. And then every so since this is just a web application, everyone who visits the website would be using the exact same signal or connection string and therefore would see the same thing that everyone else is seeing. Yeah. And then now that I have a connection string, there has to be, like you said, there's a client-side API that I must be passing that to that says, okay, now you're the person that I'm going to use to tell to do stuff, right? Yeah, we actually create a function called okay. negotiate that the SDK talks to. Okay. Because don't forget the, um, the, the connection string is only known to Azure Functions. We don't want to pass that out to everybody. Sure. So the SDK needs to call an endpoint to basically retrieve um, basically like a time-limited time token. Okay. So it's like how you get a SaaS to connect to blob storage, for example. All right. This is pretty much the same thing here. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a very simple function, a couple lines of code, and you, you're, you're up and going. Um, but the actual functions that do work is, um, um, are the functions here in this, um, in this Java file. So I'm writing this in Java. And um, you can see I'm just bringing, it's just a regular HTTP trigger, but I'm bringing in a signal R output binding. And then when the, um, the lines that I've drawn are posted by the web application to this function, we're simply um, building out a Azure SignalR signal message object, and we're just relaying that, that, um, the collection of strokes back to the rest of the world. Okay. And then I also have one here, so when someone clicks the clear button, um, we're just sending out a message to everybody to clear their, Got um, it. To, to clear their canvas. So we can take a look at how um, we, uh, we as a client connect to Azure SignalR service. Okay. So um, in, my, um, in my JavaScript file in the browser, you can see that I have a few lines here that I'm using that SignalR SDK to um, connect to the Azure Functions. Um, so this is actually the Azure Functions URL. Okay. Um, you'll know how to call that um, function, um, get the connection string, or basically the time-limited um, access token, and then use that to make a connection. And that happens when you call start. And then in, bet in between here, I'm just adding a couple of event handlers okay. for when the server says, I have some new strokes for you to draw, or uh, I want you to clear the canvas. And yeah. that's, the, that's all there is to it. Interesting. Yeah. And but everyone that visits that particular URL, so I'm just curious real quick, what if I wanted to have almost like there's a room that when you and I are drawing, you and I see it, but then when Corbin, our engineer, and, and Rob are trying to use another version, how would I then qualify that you should only see the lines that mm. he's drawing and I should only see the lines that you're drawing? Yeah, so there's a couple of mechanisms that we can use to make that happen. Um, one is a concept of hubs, which are kind of, you can think of them as namespaces almost. Okay. 
So, um, so you can actually have different, you know, for instance, if you have different rooms, for example, each of those can be represented by a hub. Okay. And do I use the same Sigmar resource and just qualify what hub or yeah. what group I'm talking to for it to syndicate the information to those individuals? Yeah, and I can, I can even show you that here. Um, so in my function, I actually specify the hub that I want to draw, um, that, that I want to send messages to. Ah, I see. But this can, be, this can be dynamic if I wanted gotcha. to. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Cool. Yeah. And then the other option is these groups. You can actually group connections together and then you can address uh, messages to groups instead of everybody. Got it. But yeah. it, what's, what the key is that I don't need multiple signal R resources in Azure. I just need to be able to qualify what hub I want you to talk to and it takes care of the the complications of making sure that only those people in that same hub, and that would be like I said, a chat room name or a group name, whatever we wanted to call it, yeah. that would make sure that they only get the right messages. Yeah. Oh, very cool. All right, cool. What else can I do with this? Yeah, let's see another example. So let's get rid of the, this thing here. Um, so this is a, um, a JavaScript app that runs in the browser. I'm just going to go ahead and start it. Okay. And what it's going to do is that it's going to go up to, um, it's going to send what um, what my browser is hearing from the mic okay. up to the cloud to Azure Speech, uh, Speech API. And then it's going to get transcribed and also translated to six, to six different languages and being sent back down to this browser on the left side. Oh, wow. All right, yeah. so, so far we haven't done any SignalR yet. Okay. Um, and then what this browser is doing is actually taking those translations and posting that off to an Azure function. And then it's and then that function is rela relaying it off to um, these two browsers on the right, hmm. and potentially thousands more. And what you can do on these browsers on the right is that you can see that it's only showing the translation that we have chosen, and we have to change it as well. So we can, I can change this to Japanese if I wanted to. And you can see that right away it switches. And when I change the dropdown, it actually opts me into a different group, a, a different group that SignalR is sending to. Oh, so it's kind of back to what we were talking about yeah. just a second ago. Okay. Yeah. You want to see the code? Uh, sure. All right, let's do it. So, um, so you can see that I have a translator class here. Um, this is all running on the browser side. Okay. Um, I've just written this. I've pulled in the cognitive services speech SDK. And then it's doing all the work for me to connect to the microphone. Um, I'm telling it what language I'm, t I'm speaking. I'm telling it how many languages to translate to. Hmm. And then I just more or less tell it to start. And then it goes off and starts listening to the mic and sends my audio off to the cloud, does all the transcribing, the, trans, uh, the translation, and sends it back to my browser. And then when that happens, um, all I'm doing is that I'm posting it to um, this captions URL, which happens to be an Azure function. Okay. So I'm taking the six different translations and just posting that off. Okay. And now let's take a look at the function that actually does this. So this is the captions function. And we're not doing too much with it. So this is a JavaScript function. So the bindings are defined in a different file. Mm -hmm. So you can see that I have the SignalR output binding again, um, just defined in a slightly different way. I'm using a hub name of captions. Okay. And then um, I'm not doing a heck of a lot here in, um, in my function. I am just taking the captions from the body of the HTTP request. Okay. And then I am just more or less splitting them off into six different messages. And then I'm using the map function in, um, in JavaScript to create six different SignalR message objects to send off to SignalR service. And all I'm doing is I'm just returning it. Mm. And then the binding does all the work to actually talk to SignalR service and send those messages. 
And then the only other kind of interesting function to look at is the one that switches um, languages. So whenever we change the dropdown, mm -hmm. um, that browser will call this, uh, this function here. And all we're doing is that we are taking, um, we're reading in all the languages that we support. And then, um, and then for every language that we support, um, if the, the, the user didn't choose it, I send a remove group message. And then if the user has selected, if, that's the, if, if it's a language that the user has selected, I, I send a add to group message to, to, to Azure function, or to, to, to Azure Signal Service. Okay. And then that's, that, that's what um, kind of opts people out of those groups that they, they're not listening to, and opts them into the group that, they're, that, they, that they want to listen to. Got it. So back again, this goes right back to what you were saying. This is something we could have done to have different drawing rooms for each one of us, is just opt in and out of the room where you want to see the draw lines actually drawn. Yeah. All right, very cool. Yeah, but that's all that, that, that took to, to create that app. This is pretty cool stuff. So again, SignalR allowing us to speak to thousands of people. And it just, you weren't bluffing when you said it just takes a few lines of code to actually get this stuff to work. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we are learning all about using the Azure SignalR service here on Azure Friday.